Fasten your seatbelts and prepare for takeoff. Especially if you're a woman working in what was formerly all-male territory. An airplane cockpit, for example. That's where Cheska Gonzalez has earned her wings. Cheska is part of a new breed, a former flight attendant who, despite juggling a job, a family with two kids, and numerous twists and turns along the way, dared to reach for the skies and achieve her dream of being a pilot. In what was once a rigidly structured environment, males in the cockpit and females relegated to the cabin, ceilings, windows, doors, and walls are now being smashed and broken down. Cheska opens up about witnessing that transition and shares about her own journey. My name is Leah Cruz. On this episode of What Glass Ceiling, we talk to Cheska Gonzalez. Hi, Cheska. Welcome to What Glass Ceiling. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you. It is an honor to be here. You know, the title of our podcast is What Glass Ceiling. It, and we came up with it sort of as an ode to how women are faced with with ceilings, with glass ceilings, with challenges every day. But every day, we also overcome them. Because we, we juggle so many things. We wear yeah. so many hats. So there's so many little challenges that we overcome every day. So parang, ah, glass ceiling, ano yun? That's what we're trying to have come across with the title of the show. But when it comes to your story, you've actually <laughs> shattered glass ceilings in a more traditional sense. Because hardly anyone thinks of pilot, the word pilot, the profession or occupation pilot, and imagines automatically a woman in that position. Ooh, true. <laughs> you have so many titles under your name. You have such an interesting story with all these rich chapters. So you're a nursing graduate and... I believe you, it's a degree that you finished while having your first child. You were a flight attendant yes. first yeah. before pursuing your dream of becoming a pilot. Yeah. And now you've also pivoted. It's just, <laughs> ang, dami na, ang daming chapters to your story. So can you, can you tell us your story? But where do we begin? Can we begin at the beginning? <laughs> yeah, oh, pang MMK kasi so kailangan din to begin <laughs> when I was uh, 16 years old. Para talaga, okay. medyo meron kang background on Sige. kung paano ko siya nangyari. Okay, so it started nung 16 years old ako. I was pregnant while nag-graduate ako ng high school. Nag-ano ako dun sa stage na nabuntis ako for two months na and three, two to three months. And I gave birth at 16 years old. And I think that's the start of my story. So nung magka-college na ako, um, even yung school na inapplyan ko, sabi sa akin, they can't accept me. Well, nag-start ako sa kanila, hindi nila alam na I was pregnant. But then, mga three months na, two, five months, sabi nila, they can't accept me na there because I'm not married. So that time, napakadaming judgment. Uh, yun yung time na hindi ka talaga masyadong open yung mga minds ng mga tao sa ganito. And ayun, so I transferred to another school right after giving birth. Um, so nag-nursing ako. And then, yung, kasi ang gusto talaga ng mom and dad ko is maging doctor ako. So, sabi ko, sige, I'll, I'll try to to take up nursing kasi nung time na yun, yun yung boom talaga. So, I took up nursing and I, while studying, meron akong baby. So, I'm juggling motherhood and yung college degree ko. And yun, so, tuloy-tuloy na yung college ko hanggang pinagsasabay ko lahat. Tapos, nung mag-graduate na ulit ako ng college, na-pregnant ulit ako. So that's my second kid. Tapos yun, same. Um, nag-board the exam ako. I was pregnant. 
Um, and umokay naman din na uh, naging registered nurse ako. But then, so, so dalawa na yung anak ko nung time na yon. But then yung puso ko, I'm not sure if I wanted to be a doctor. But tinapos ko yung nursing because yeah, it's a, actually a pre-med then. And um, hindi talaga siya yung gusto ko. So sabi ko, since I really love traveling and yung dad ko before was from Saudi Airlines. And parang doon ako for the my whole childhood talaga nasa pabalik-balik ako I'm I'm um exposed sa travel industry siya kasi airline so yung sabi ko try ko kayo mag-flight attendant but my height <laughs> I'm one and a half <laughs> so so sabi ko sige try lang natin wala namang mawawala so nagtry ako doon sa first um and mind you ha I I actually applied sa airline ng Kapapanganak ko lang mga two months, three months. Wow. I was breastfeeding. That, yeah. Ganun talaga. So, yeah. <laughs> so talagang sabay-sabay lahat. Kasi kasi ano eh, parang I feel na um, it doesn't stop there. Kailangan tuloy-tuloy lang. So, parang ganun yung akin. And then, nung mag-apply ako dun sa first airline, hindi pa ako nagsasalita. Nothing. Wala man lang name. Hindi na ako tinanggap kasi yung height ko daw. Mm-mm. So sabi ko sa second try ko, well, second and last try, kasi sabi ko pag hindi ako natanggap sa flight attendant because I know my height is uh, yung requirement talaga, hindi ako pasok, magtutuloy na ako mag-durse sa ibang bansa or ano mo yun, um, I'll figure things out. Pero the, nung nag-apply ako, I can vividly remember what happened. Like nung after, they know na hindi pasok yung height ko pero in-interview nila ako. And then when, in, when they interviewed me, um nagpinaantay nila ako sa labas tapos sabi nila parang uh, may may paper na sinabi paso uh, yes or no parang ganon. sabi ko mega like para ito yung mag determine ng future ko tapos ano may parang dahan-dahan ko pa sa binuksan so, yes <laughs> parang sabi ko oh my god so mag-FA na talaga ako so nag-flight attendant ako ayan yung sagot nila yung yes ah ang drama <laughs> yeah so, kasi may parang paper lang na yes or no. Hindi ka nila okay. sasabihan na parang okay. hindi ka nila kakausapin. Okay. Tapos, so yes siya. So, nag-flight attendant ako. So, that was the start na ako ako nasa airline industry. And parang yun na rin yung sign ko na, okay, andito ka dapat. Although, like sa akin, I really wanted to become a pilot. Dati pa. I mean, as an astronaut talaga. Pero parang yun yung closer to doon. Kaso kasi... <laughs> Alam mo yun, parang I just gave birth, then tapos yeah. you're just figuring things out, parang gulo-gulo yeah. pa ng world. So, kung ano ibigay sa akin, parang I, I'll go with the flow. Kung akin talaga to, go. So, nag-flight attendant ako. Hanggang tuloy-tuloy naman. So, I juggled um, motherhood, working. And, nung mga third year ko, um, third to fourth year, gusto ko na talaga magpiloto. Parang sabi ko, parang... Kaya ko talaga eh. Like, tinitingnan ko yung flight deck. Sabi ko, yun yung gusto ko. Hindi, I mean, gusto ko rin mag-flight attendant. Pero parang yun talaga. Yun yung major dream ko. So, sabi ko, bakit hindi ko kaya itry? So, I was so curious and nagatanong ako sa mga pilot friends ko, how to start, ganyan-ganyan. Kasi hindi pa naman uso dati yung mga YouTube videos ng how to become a pilot. Walang ganun. Ako, kaya ako gumawa. Kasi parang wala talaga na parang, parang ako nangangapa. So, it, uh, doon nag-start. Hanggang yung, yung curiosity ko and everything. Hanggang sabi ko talaga one day, ipupush ko na ng mga third year ko to fourth year na nasa as flight attendant. So, sabi ko, pinagsabay-sabay ko ulit. 
So, wala ko So, nag-aaral ako every day off ko. Um, part-time. Tapos, nag-work ako. Tapos, yun nga, motherhood. So, parang, um, hindi ko rin alam paano ko siya kinaya. <laughs> Pero, like, pag, pag na-imagine mo lang yung, yung wala ka talagang day off. So, from there, so, seven years ako nag-flight attendant. No, ika-seventh year ko, nag-offer yung airline ko na, um, Yes, sorry, ika-seventh year ko as a flight attendant and natapos ko na yung commercial pilot license ko na 200 hours. Nag-offer sila ng Airbus scholarship. So yung Airbus scholarship na yun, um, uh, dumaan kami sa mga exams, etc. So binigyan nila uh, nakapasa ko and binigyan nila ako ng Airbus scholarship. So that's the two months yun and then naging airline pilot na ako agad dun sa airline na yun. So I served that airline for a total of 10 years. So... Seven years as a flight attendant and three years as a first officer. Then, the pandemic came. So, lahat ng pilots, walang mga trabaho, ganyan, and nawala ng trabaho. Then, kasama ako doon. So, during the pandemic, alam mo na, parang hindi mo alam, ano bang, in one snap, everything. Talagang just, I mean, you're used to that life for 10 years. And you're living, you're living the dream of, like, your dream. Tapos, biglang nawala siya, ba? So, I, iisipin mo talaga, ano ba yung gusto ko pa? I mean, I, I, I doing business ever since, mga small businesses, mahilig talaga ako dyan, entrepreneurship, ganyan. But, hindi mo kasi alam, kasi yun na nga na-inlove ka na dun sa path na yun eh. So, nung, nung pandemic, I was on the verge of parang, ano ba talaga yung gusto ko? So, I tried a lot of things, literally a lot of things. Tapos, um, I found my my love for talagang content creation na. Kasi I was doing nga yung sabi ko, there's no one doing the how to become a pilot video. So I started with that from a YouTube video. Then, parang dahil nasa airline ako noon, was so busy, hindi ko na siya pinapansin. Parang hindi ako nakapag-vlog. Kasi parang ginawa ko lang naman siya para masagot yung tanong niyo. So I started yung content creation and then I um na-meet ko sila NAS Academy. NAS Daily, Nasire, ganyan. Tapos, they they got me as a scholar also for a, ma- a Metaverse crypto content course, ganyan. Tapos, parang we're just 50 people in the whole world na pinili nila to talk about um, NFTs, Metaverse, cryptocurrency. Tinuruan nila kami. Tapos, about video creation. Then, from there, nag-start na lahat ng pag-alam ko sa blockchain industry, sa metaverse. So, yun yung pivot ko. And na-inlove ako dun. So, what happened, um, since I'm doing charities and scholarships, pinagsama-sama ko yun in one project, which is the Women of Substance NFT. And now, I'm the founder of that NFT project, which gives scholarships and charities. Um, tapos, from there, na... Ang dami nangyari, parang talagang, I think, dito yung path na binigay ni Lord. So, yung marami ako nakilala sa Women in Blockchain Asia, um, sa iba't ibang events all over the world, sa blockchain events, ganyan. I stayed sa ibang bansa for that. Um, tapos, ngayon, uh, ako yung isa sa nag-start ng Philippine Blockchain Week, which will be held this year. And yun, parang I think it's, a pivot and at the same time, I'm doing what I really love the most ngayon. Kasi wala pa naman tinasa the airline industry. So medyo mahaba yung story ko, pero yeah, yun yung gist pa lang. <laughs> wow! Uh, <laughs> Can I ask how old you are? 
I'm 33. You're only 33. Tapos ang dami mo nang pinagdaanan. Sobra. And you've, you've, you've jumped from one thing to another. Yeah. How do you... Because yes, I mean, we can see that, that you're obviously a go-getter. Mm-hmm. And kaya mo eh. You have, you're strong and, and you know, you can stand on your own two feet and you can do it. You can do it. You can take it on. But how do you mentally compartmentalize... Because when you ha- sometimes you can have a bad day and then everything comes crashing down, or or your your goals, or sometimes it's just so overwhelming na hindi mo alam ano unahin mo or kung ano yung gagawin mo in what order. How do you do that? How do you sort of play, make order in your head or create order or prioritize? Yeah. So before, uh, medyo ganyan, no? naguguluhan pa ako sa mga bagay-bagay. But then I came to realize nung nag, nag-aral ako ng pagpapilot, dahil nga sobrang basic ko nun, what I did was, meron talaga akong goals, meron akong long-term goals, pero meron din akong short-term goals. At saka meron akong everyday goals. So, ang ginagawa ko, I write down everything that I need to do in a day. It really helps eh. Kasi parang, kahit kunwari, isusulat mo lang lahat ng kailangan mo gawin sa buhay mo. <laughs> Tapos kahit hindi mo siya magawa in that particular day, pero alam mo na may mga gagawin ka, then I think dun mo siya makocompartmentalize eh. Pati yung, yung headspace na parang, okay, this day, medyo dito ako mag, mag-focus. Tapos tomorrow dito ako mag-focus. At saka, I live in the moment. So kunwari, I'm doing, nag-aaral ako for flying. Yun lang talaga i-focus ko that day. Kakalimutan ko muna lahat. Tapos the next day, kunwari, FA ka, kakalimutan mo na naman ulit lahat. So parang, uh, kung asa na ako that time, yun lang muna. Uh, para hindi ako na-overwhelm. Kasi dati, it's really hard. Kasi nga parang hindi ko pa masyado na ma-master yung part na yun. Ngayon, medyo nag-get ko na yung hang of it. Pero hindi pa rin. Hindi pa rin, syempre, fully na talagang okay na okay. But then, yun yung nakatulong talaga sa akin. And writing it down, and writing a gratitude journal every day of your accomplishments, kahit small things, will make you um, feel uh, and, you know, mararamdaman mo na accomplished ka eh. Kahit sa isang araw, kahit one to two things to do lang yung nagawa mo. Then I think, yun yung makakatulong talaga. I'm sure na marami kang naririnig throughout your journey kasi ang dami na nga mga challenges. So, sasaktan ka, I'm sure. Or, you know, may naririnig ka na hindi mo gusto siguro. What were the most encouraging and discouraging things that you have heard throughout your journey? Sa, umpisahan natin sa discouraging para doon tayo papunta tayo sa positive. Okay, sige. Para positive tayo. Oo, para positive. Sige. Sa discouraging siguro, I, one time I heard na parang... Um, balita ko, hindi ka daw magaling, ah, hindi ka daw marunong lumipad. So, parang, ako, okay, since, because I'm a girl, <laughs> tapos parang, may mga passengers pa na, ba't pa ba yung piloto niyo? Ayoko na sumakay. Mga ganun. Tapos parang, talaga? Hmm. As in, malalala. So parang, um, actually, sobrang dami uh, in terms of being a woman pilot. And yung laging ina-underestimate ka in all, lahat na yata. I mean, name it, narinig ko na yan. But at the end of the day, iniisip ko, tinaturn ko into positive. Kasi tinatawanan ko na lang at the back of my mind na parang, uh, hindi kasi ako yung masalitang tao na yung tipong, kunwari they said something about you. Kahit mga YouTube comments, pag kayo na ako nagbabasa eh. <laughs> hindi ako nagbabasa ng mga comments because I really sometimes... Actually, nakakasira siya ng mental health. Lalo na kung ma- hindi ka marunong mag, ano, mag- mag-take ng mga ganong ano. Um, so, I, number one, I don't 
actually read comments. Yun ang isang sa nakakatulong. Kasi pag one time I did that, nasaktan lang ako yung sabi ko, tama ba itong pinabasa ko ba itong comments na ito? Parang about being a pilot na woman, tapos about a lot of stuff, sometimes about personal things na, na parang, kaya sabi ko, hindi naman ako magse-celebrity, bakit may mga ganito? Alam mo yung ganong feeling? <laughs> tapos, so, so yun yung mga maraming discouraging, but then, kaya siguro hindi ko nalang inaalala, kasi ay, uh, mismong ako, gusto ko siya kalimutan. So, hindi ko siya ina, ini-internalize. So, I, Honestly, when you ask me, hindi ko na alam sobrang dami na, hindi ko na maalala kung ano. But then, let's go to the positive side. Uh, siguro, kaya ako rin ganito because I always go to the positive side. I always turn the negative into a positive one. So when they tell me something na hindi ko to kaya, alam mo, um, unconsciously, what I'm doing is I'm proving them wrong in a sense na uh, hindi ko siya ginagawa for them, but parang minsan ginagawa ko siyang motivation for myself na, ah, hindi ko ba kaya? O, ay, definitely ko kaya ko. Parang ganun. It's a motivation for myself. Um, in terms of encouraging, sometimes then, ma-overwhelm ka kasi, kunwari, meron kang isang achievement na pinost. Tapos, wow, you're so great, you're so good, ganito, ganyan. Honestly, hindi ako na-impressed doon and I don't actually read that too because sometimes, may possibility din, may possibility din na baka ikaw din, masyado ko namang nape-praise and lumaki yung ulo mo. So, ako, nandun lang ako sa gitna. Hindi ako, I don't listen too much on the negative and I don't listen also on the positive because uh, at the end of the day, gusto ko, I am grounded and gusto ko, parang andun ako sa headspace na okay, you can lose it all and you can have it all anytime. Dahil nangyari na sa akin. Let's back up a, a bit. Rewind tayo kung ano. To, to the point where you were still in school mm-hmm. and and you were pregnant. Mm-hmm. Tapos, syempre, may mga nagsasalita, di ba? And you're 16, yeah. you're so young. And pati yung school, I mean, parang tinatalikuran ka na. Where did you find the courage to hold your head up high and go on with your life, especially at 16? I guess it's really, ano, um, my family. Ang laking bagay talaga when you have a supportive family. Kasi, Ah, uh, sasabihin, kunwari kahit marami silang sabihin sa iyo, pero at the end of the day, your family loves you and your family believes in you. I don't think anything matters. Really. Like ah, uh, pag iniisip ko siya ngayon na ang dami mong rejection sa buhay, pero yung family mo, yung mom mo, yung dad mo okay lang. Tapos sila marami sinasabi. Ano pa kaya alam mo sa sinasabi nila? But then, yung mom and dad mo gusto ka. So, but I think it's really family. And yung kids ko talaga naging motivation ko. Sabi ko parang, uh, kung hindi rin kasi ako nagka-baby agad, I don't think yung motivation ko magiging ganito. Iba eh. Iba talaga. Iba. So, I guess it's also the kids na parang, at the end of the day, ikaw, sila rin yung iniisip mo. So, yun yung, yun yung talagang nagpaano sa akin na, kahit anong mangyari, kahit anong ma- dumating sa akin at the end of the day, makakaya ko to kasi may kids ako. Ganun siya. Okay, since pinasukan na natin to, let's talk about motherhood because I can't imagine having a day job and then two kids and then studying and, and juggling all of this at the same time. Sobrang simple lang tanong ko pero mahirap siyang sagutin. How, how do you do it? How did you do it? <laughs> Alam mo, hanggang ngayon, hindi ko talaga masagot yan. Hirap na hirap ako. Sabi ko, um, hindi ko sure. Like, pero honestly, 
what I do is I incorporate um, the kids sa mga gagawin ko. So, for example, meron akong um, flying school ng weekend. So, isasama ko sila dun sa overnight ko na yun. And then, we'll, we'll, um, we'll be in a hotel. Tapos, o kaya dun sa apartment ko dun. Tapos, dun lang muna kami for two days. Ta- parang, they're, they're also there sa journey mo. Kasi, para at least, alam nilang busy ka. At saka, nakausap ko na, anak, hindi naman to for me lang. It's also for you guys. Parang ganon. So, alam nila yung journey mo. Nakikita nila how busy I am. Na kahit nandun, nandun sila. So, in-incorporate ko sila sa lahat ng ginagawa ko. So, sometimes, kahit ngayon may meeting ako, nasa likod lang sila tapos nag-meeting ako dito, for example. Tapos, maya-maya, pupunta ako sa kanila. So, so I, I think it's, ako talaga, it's about the quality and not the quantity. So, kahit one day lang kayo magsama in a week, but then, it's real quality time. Hindi talaga nila iindahin yung six days na yun. Kakali- makakalimutan na na yun. I mean, they would know na kailangan mo yun. And once na-set na mo sa utak nila that, they, that you need that, and that's also for them, then I guess it won't be a problem. Do you mind if I ask? Because as a, as a first, as, an, as a flight attendant, and then as a pilot, there's so much traveling yeah. involved. So, paano yung setup ninyo, like your childcare setup? How did you manage that? So, um, yung, yung airline kasi na pinasukan ko before is a low-cost airline. So, wala kaming mga overnights masyado. That's why I can go back anytime na para lang ako may day job pero iba-ibang time. So, basically, nakakasama ko pa rin yung mga kids ko. Which is actually a good thing na na, kasi kung nandun ako sa mga malalaking airline na talagang may layover na three days, five days, mahirap. But then yung sa akin kasi... Balikan lang. So, pinaka-maximum ko na wala, three days, two days. Maximum na yun. As in, mas bihira lang. So, it really helped na makasama ko pa rin sila. Was it a plus or a minus that you had kids working in an airline? Um, How, paano nila in-approach yun? What do you mean? Like, dun sa um, requirements? Parang ganon? Yeah. Because... Uh, uh, Companies, big companies like to say that, I were very open-minded, but it really boils down to the people that you interact with every day. Kung open-minded ka talaga sila o hindi. So, nakakatawa yan. Okay, so, dati, hindi pa uso yung mga flight attendant na may anak. Okay, so, sabi ko sa'yo yung time na yun, yun yung mga judgmental days pa. So, nag-apply ako sa isang airline. Hindi ko napapangalanan, pero nag-apply ako. Ilan lang naman airline sa Pilipinas. <laughs> so, nag-apply ako sa airline. Tapos sabi nila, as in pinasa ko yun, parang three stages siya. Napasa ko na yung second stage, sa so third stage na ako. Sabi nila, um, ay, may kid, may anak ka? Sabi ko, ay yes po. Sabi, ay hindi kasi pwede yung may anak. So, para ako, paano naging, hindi ko talaga ma-imagine kung paano naging negative yung may anak. Pero tinanggap niyo ako sa first to third stage. Meaning, tinignan niyo ako as me, not as my, me with a kid. So, dun hindi ko talaga na-gets yung point na yun. But then, after parang the next year, nagtatanggap na sila ng mic nap. So parang sabi ko, so for me, ngayon, open-minded na sila, yes. But before, I was like, it's it's a minus before. Ngayon, for me, it's a plus. Mm-mm. Kasi parang for the airline, di ko alam. Pero for me, it's a plus. Kasi regardless naman napunta ka sa airline or hindi, mas masarap magkaroon ng anak. <laughs> so parang okay lang, bahala kayo. Ayaw niyo ko tanggapin. <laughs> So, making the shift from a flight attendant and making the shift, studying, working hard for it to become a pilot. 
ano yung sinabi ng mga tao dito? How was this aspiration of yours met? May, may natawa ba? May, did people not believe you? I mean, what were the reactions that you got? Um, kasi nga, sa, I told you, hindi ko masyado pinapakinggan yung outside negative forces. So, parang, hindi ko masyadong alam kung ano yung ano nila. But then, uh, na, ano sila eh, parang na-amaze sila na parang, ah, sure ka ba? Parang ganon, sure ka ba na kaya? Mm, Doon parang gusto ko na lang, pinatunayan ko na lang na, yes, kaya talaga. So, nung time na yon wala masyadong flight attendant na nagpapilot. Ngayon, sobrang dami na. Kaya sobrang nakakatuwa. So, it was like um, an eye-opener na kaya palang pagsabayin yung pagiging FA and pagpipiloto. So, it was parang sa mga early movers, di ba, kunwari may mga hindi naniniwala sa ganito, sa internet before, tapos naniniwala na ngayon dahil nung nagsuntuman na na. Parang I think ganun din yung nangyari sa akin before. Na, na ano lang sila, na, hindi lang nila alam na kailangan nilang may isang tao na magpatunay sa kanila or a few people to tell them that, yeah, pwede. Alam mo yon sa so, ganun yung nangyari sa akin before. That's interesting na naabutan mo yung shift in perspective or yung shift in mindset kasi nakikita mo talaga eh. Yeah, how how different is it nowadays kasi sinabi mo na nga madami na, yeah. na nagpa-pilot. So ngayon um sobrang open na eh as in meron yung yung in, ano yung school ko before. Actually parang halos lahat 95% ng nag-e-enroll sa kanila ay flight attendant na nagpa-pilot. Ganun. Kasi parang naging open na talaga na, ah, pwedeng mag- maging part-time, tapos parang pwede naman pa ng pagsabay-sabayin. Mas, mas marami ng girls ngayon, kaya ako tuwan-tuwa. So, ayun, parang yung mindset na din ng tao, parang pagiging sa pagkanoan, nagkaroon ka rin ng baby at an early age, eh, di ba na rin? So, ang sarap lang din na makita na nagtatransition at saka nagiging open-minded na yung buong mundo. <laughs> di ba? Parang dahan-dahan na nangyayari yun. May mga reactions ba from, I guess, yung mga older or mas old school na male pilots? And, and yung, ano yung mga reactions nila? Are they, are they welcoming or parang may old school club pa rin okay. ba? Um, some are welcoming. Uh, more more, most of them are welcoming. Pero some nasa old school mindset pa rin. And I can't blame them kasi iba na talaga yung mga tao ngayon eh. I mean, iba na yung, yung kabataan ngayon. In general, I mean, meron ka makikita ngayon, first officer, 21 years old. Alam mo yun? So, syempre, yung, kung ikaw din, if you put your, um, kung ikaw rin yung tao na, ay yung piloto na old school, maano mo din, ako pinaghirapan ko to dati, tapos ngayon. Alam mo yun? Kasi iba mostly, naging from Air Force sila dati, talagang, alam mo yung pinaghirapan talaga nila to be there. Tapos naging iba na eh, iba na ngayon. So, syempre, you can't also blame them. Na parang, this uh, guys medyo easy na sa kanila yung pagiging yung pag-pag-abot nitong pangarap na to unlike us which is i totally understand on that them on that part pero at the same time ang sarap din din nakakatuwa dahil sila din parang ako na nakita ko yung shift na, na nangyayari sila din at the same time ina-adapt din nila yung iba na parang ay hindi ganun na talaga eh wala na kami magagawa so it's a mix of both pero mostly naman they're welcoming it's also so interesting because it's in the airline industry that you really see, especially yung dati, yung, yung old way of thinking, yung old mindset. You really see yung 
yun yun si sexism eh. Diba? Yung mga babae, hanggang dun lang, hanggang FA, tas may mga physical requirements pa, tas attend-attend lang sa mga, ano, sa mga passengers. And then, of course, you see the pilots who are in charge and really calling the shots. So, traditionally, you see that old, the old way of thinking, the old, the old mindset, culturally, yes. of people. Yes, you, it's very, very stark. And it's, it's so obvious. It's talagang, you can see it there in the airline industry. As someone who has, I assume, and I see that as someone who has helped move things around, shake things up, change things up, how does it make you feel that you're the one now calling the shots with this long history of inequality in in that in the in in the industry that you're in um i can't say that i'm making the shots but then i think that i am part of that because it gives people the the sense na they can also uh, the women of for example na they can really do it so that eh, i when i wasn't in the airline industry pa ang thinking mo diba pag bata ka na parang they don't even know na naglalandang first officer. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, hindi man nila alam na same kami ng ginagawa ng kapitan. They thought na parang display lang kami dun sa right side. Alam mo yun, tas ang naglaland si captain. Hindi, itong mga small things na to, well, hindi to small, pero like, itong mga things na to, sinasabi ko to sa videos ko, etc. Because I want them to know also na it's equal. Equal lang ang ginagawa ng mapababae, mapalalaki, mapa-first officer, mapakapitan. We're all the same. Ang pinagkaiba lang namin is the experience. So I can't say that uh, the hours and the experience, mas marami sila. That's why they're a captain. But then, uh, hindi ko rin masabi na at the same time, may shots. Yung shots na yun, ginagawa na namin yun eh. Hindi lang alam ng tao. Hindi lang open yung tao pala. Eh, hindi pa nila alam na we're doing the things na na pantay. Hindi lang sila aware. Like, ang daming hindi aware na ganun. Pero pantay naman talaga siya in a sense na hindi din nila pwedeng, kasi ngayon meron na kaming tinatawag na CRM. That's crew resource management. And tinuturo talaga yun sa lahat ng airline. Na hindi na pwedeng ngayon yung may parang power trip or yung mas mataas yung power ng kapitan or whatever. Kasi in case of an emergency, napatunayan nila na nagkakaroon ng errors or nagkakaroon ng uh, emergency ano, pagka walang CRM. Pag hindi kayo, pagka nagpapataasan kayo ng, ano, ng ego. So, ngayon, kailangan medyo pantay na kayo. Ganun na kasi, nasa ano na talaga siya, nasa book na siya ng airline. So, I guess, it's more of like awareness na lang sa tao na pantay naman talaga. They're, they're just in the old school mindset pa na hindi. Usually, women react to being thrown into a man's world by changing their behavior and behaving like a man. Diba? So, parang ina-adopt yeah. nila yung mga, yung ginagawa ng men. But, ikaw, you're a mother... You're a woman through and through, obviously. What are your thoughts about making space for what is uniquely female in spaces usually occupied by men? So usually yeah. your mindset, your way of thinking nila in those spaces is very yeah. masculine. I really love your question. You know why? Kasi nakikita ko, matatawa ka kasi minsan yung mga kalipad ko before. They know that I'm still a woman. Like, may ano ko, medyo, medyo lalaki akong mag-isip, lalaki akong kumilos, in a sense, na mabilis akong kumilos, para rin, but at the end of the day, babae pa din ako. So, parang, alam mo yung mga small things na tipong, kunwari, 
um, yung, yung nalagyan ko ng, ng baon ko, pa-cute pa din, pa-girl pa din, tapos yung meron ka pa rin parang make-up time, punta ka muna mag-freshen mag up ka. As in, as in, nakakatawa kasi nga, open na nga sila sa ganun. Tapos, kunwari yung mga simple, simple na parang, di ba imbes na mag-i-perma ka lang ng, ng papeles namin sa, sa airline, ang gagawin ko, may stampa ako, yung pa-cute, may, may mga small things na parang, Girl pa din ako at the end of the day, yung mga bag ko, medyo may touch of ganito pa din. Yung, yung mga simple things na ganun. So, um, hindi mo kailangan na magpakalalaki to be in this position. But, your mindset can, pero yung actions mo, be yourself. I mean, uh, hindi kasi pwede na papalitan mo yung pagkatao mo just because gusto mong mag-adapt or gusto mong mag-fit in. And that is actually very, very dangerous. Kasi pag trinay mong, dumating din ako sa ganyang stage, eh, yung mga first few years, ganyan, parang itingnan mo na parang, um, ito gagawin ko to para mag-fit in. But then, alam mo, dadating ka din sa point ng buhay mo na parang, ay, hindi pala. Bakit pa ako mag-fit in? Kasi, ano eh, I'm okay just the way I am. And pag ginagawa mo naman yung trabaho mo ng tama, okay ka naman. You don't need to change anything. Be be yourself. Be a girl. Be be who you are. And it's especially important to note that as you've mentioned, the industry has changed din eh. Parang yeah. diba, yung mas accepting na sila sa mga sa mga nanay and then they accept women yes. in more positions. So I I guess to some point the industry will have to play mm-hmm. catch up or Yes. Our culture and, and 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 what we do, but sometimes it's just easier. Na ay ayoko na just throw your hands up in the air and let things be. Because mm-hmm. it's mahirap. It, it's hard to keep fighting yeah. for your spot, for your space, especially ikaw. Naranasan mo yung mga transition mm-hmm. periods, and it's difficult. Yeah. It's hard to go through those because you're at the forefront and and you're still fighting mm-hmm. for space. Why keep fighting? Why do you honestly have- I'm not fighting. Honestly, I'm doing my thing and letting the world know that it is okay. Ayoko kasing malaman masabi sa kanila na no keep fighting. Honestly, you do your thing and the world will know. Kasi ang ah, ganun yung nangyayari na ngayon eh. Honestly sa women and blockchain, maraming ganun din, ganun na ganun sa aviation. Sa amin until now it's 6% sa buong mundo ang babaeng piloto. Until now, that's small percentage, not even 10%. In the blockchain industry, same. So parang feeling ko, I'm here not to prove, but to let the people know na where whatever space you are in, kaya nyo. So pagka dumating yung panahon na yan, hindi mo na kailangang paglaban eh. Kasi pag nakikita lang nila yan na, um, pag nakikita nila na ginagawa mo yun, magaganahan din sila, may ma, may ma inspire ka, then dadagdag na lang kayo ng dadagdag and you don't even need to prove it kasi malalaman nila na ang baba is really capable of doing these things. So it's not, it's more of, I don't want to say it as fighting, it's more of showing the world that you can do it then everything else will follow. What do women bring to the table that is uniquely female, that is good, that makes things better even in areas na traditionally dominated by men? I, well, I can say that um, number one, it draws good marketing strategy. <laughs> Totoo yun. Name it. Like, on, tingnan mo ngayon yung mga um, marketing ads ng mga lahat, kahit hindi airline, kahit ano. 
schools, flying schools, ano nakalagay ngayon, babae. Kasi gusto nilang pakita na there is a difference. So it gives uh, a company a good marketing strategy. Kaya laging kinukuha nila model na babae or babae na ganito, babae na piloto, babae na CEO, whatever. Number two, I guess it's um, yung work ethics talaga. Ibang magtrabaho ang babae. I, like, actually, nung lumilipad ako, may nagsasabi sa akin na parang, grabe no, iba talaga yung babae pag nagtatrabaho. Iba yung babae pag lumilipad. Laging ganun. Ganun yun sa mga lalaki ni Suha. So parang, feeling ko work ethics. Number two. Number three, it siguro yung ano, iba kasi yung care ng motherly instinct ng mga girls. So kahit minsan sa work, nagkakaroon sila ng parang, ah, uh, na over nila yung expectations na gusto nila from you. Kasi nga, parang ikaw, you're doing it as, ano, parang, dahil nagkikare ka lang. Kasi nga, may motherly instinct tayo. Pero hindi mo alam na you're going overboard na na umu-okay, mas umu-okay yung, yung mga, ano mo, yung, parang umu-okay yung outcome. Kasi nga, meron kang instinct, na motherly instinct, na nagkikare ka pa sa company na yon or sa work mo, na talagang in-exceed mo yung expectations nila. As kahit hindi ka as a, as a female, kasi iba tayo eh. Tapos, na, at saka yung, siguro number four, you can still be beautiful at the same time, kahit na, di ba? Kasi we, we take care of ourselves. I mean, iba kasi yung babae pagka nag-alaga talaga ng sarili niya eh. Pag alam mo na mahal niya yung sarili niya, then it really will show in terms of everything. The the physical, the the work ethics, the lahat. So, sabay-sabay. Siguro yun. Parang as a whole, iba talaga magtrabaho ang babae. That's true. That's so true. Losing your job during the pandemic is actually a conversation in itself. It's a, it's a separate episode in itself. I'm sure it was yeah. an experience. But at this point, do you think babalik ka? Into yeah, the definitely. Um, but not at the moment. Kasi medyo magulo pa yung... I mean, hindi pa ganun ka bumalik. Hindi pa ganun ka okay yung airline industry ngayon. Pabalik pa lang siya. And I don't want na parang gusto ko pag okay-okay na siya. And at the same time, masayang-masaya pa kasi ako sa ginagawa ko ngayon. When I am in uh, a state na gusto kong ma-achieve tong part na to, gusto ko talaga siyang ma-achieve. So nandun pa ako ngayon sa blockchain uh, mindset ko. So parang sabi ko, hindi, I think I need to finish it this year. And then... Okay, okay na, I can still go back. I uh, still have my licenses. I am still current. So anytime na gusto ko bumalik, I can. Uh, kaya yun. Parang okay pa ako. <laughs> Do you feel hopeful about yung timetable, like say, ng airline industry and, and recovery of, of all the industries actually? How do you feel about recovery of humankind in general <laughs> from the pandemic? Are you hopeful or medyo naiinip ka na or I mean because the airline industry yeah. is very much um, dumating yung point na na, na ano na ako na naiinip na ako but then alam mo uh, everything happens for a reason we all have our timelines and this is actually a redirection from God it's not a rejection of any kind so parang sa akin binigyan lang siguro yung humankind na as a whole yung parang time to to reflect time to think, time to give more time to their family, and time din na parang to reassess ano ba talaga yung mga gusto mo sa buhay. Kasi honestly, kung hindi nagkaroon ng pandemic, andito pa rin ako sa airline forever. Hindi ko makikita yung 
although I love the airline industry, pero hindi mo makikita yung other strengths mo pa pala na kaya mong gawin. And it actually was a blessing in disguise for me. And I'm sure sa maraming tao din. At sa marami kong nakausap na ang pandemic was an eye-opener, it's a blessing in disguise, it's more of yung time nila for na dapat akala nilang hindi nila kaya-kaya pala nila. Ito talaga yung time na yun. So I'm very, very hopeful para sa lahat ng industries especially. And sa mga tao na gusto pa na maraming marating sa buhay, na ito talaga yung time na nakita nila kung ano yung gusto nila. At saka sana, mas maraming bumait na tao sana. Kasi, <laughs> diba parang, I mean, ako talaga ngayon, pag merong mga, mga bully pa or something, sinasabi ko, parang ang dami yun ang pinagdaanan sa buhay. Nung buong pandemic, hindi pa ba kayo magiging mabait? Totoo <laughs> <laughs> yan. Diba? Napagkamitin ko yan. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> so, as... As I mentioned in the beginning, ang daming chapters sa buhay mo and there are so yeah. many things to talk about. But what are the biggest lessons so far that you've learned from your journey? The biggest lesson so far would probably be never be afraid to try new things and never be afraid to fail. Because I have failed uh, a lot of times already. I've been rejected a lot of times already. But then if I haven't tried even just once, I wouldn't be where I am today. Um, kasi ang tao, takot yan sa rejection. Eh. Takot tayo sa ano, takot tayo na magsubok ng bago. Kasi we're not sure, we're unsure of the future. But then, alam mo, ang, ang dami kong sinubukan. Kung alam nyo lang, kung pwede ko lang siguro, siguro minsan sa susunod na ano ko, pag may mga panahon na ako, gusto ko isulat lahat ng sinubukan ko sa buhay for them to realize na be Kala kasi nila when you're already there, okay ka na eh. Lagi sila sabi, piloto ka na. Ano pa bang gusto mo? Like parang hindi nyo lang alam. Marami, before akong napunta dyan sa spot na yan, ang dami ko munang pinagdaanan. And before ako napunta sa spot na yan, marami, ay, habang nasa spot ako na yan, marami pa akong gusto marating. So hindi naiintindihan ng tao yun na minsan na parang feeling nila napaka-ambisyosa naman ito or ang dami mong gustong gawin. But then, alam nyo, uh, when sa dami ng sinubukan ko na sa buhay, doon siya napunta eh. So, ibig sabihin, hindi ako natu- natakot mag- magsubok. And that's a lesson for everyone. Never be afraid. Cheska, thank you so much. We've covered so many topics and you have so much oh, wisdom to share. You. Thank you so much for sharing that with with all of us. Before we Before we <laughs> let you go, Before we let you go, can you give us the words that you live by every day? That God will provide. And um, that God will always take care of you kahit anong pagdadaanan mo sa buhay. And it will be okay. And it's okay not to be okay. You can cry all you want. But kailangan mo tumayo the next day. Cheska, thank you so much for being on What Aww, Thank you then. Thank you really for having me. 